Hello, welcome to Strange Love of Movies. My name is Livia Martinez, and I'm here with our special guest once again. It's been a while, Mr. Tyler Heaton. Okay, dear, thank you. <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing a movie we saw in theaters, A Quiet Place, vol- is it volume two? I think it's part two. <laughs> oh, I was thinking of Kill Bill volume two. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, A Quiet Place part two. And this movie is actually pretty big. It's yeah. kind of the movie that's bringing a lot of people back to theaters, including us. Well, I mean, we've been to theaters Yeah, we saw a couple before. of, I think that's like the fifth movie we've seen in theaters. Okay, like fourth movie. okay true. But this movie's just been a lot bigger at the box office than any other movie during this pandemic era. And Mr. Tyler, would you like to share your thoughts? Okay, wait. First of all, let's talk about the first movie real quick. Let's talk about where we were, how we were feeling when we saw it, how many times we've seen it, all those vibes. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Sure. Because you go first in everything in our relationship. I literally can't. Cut this off of the podcast. No, go. That's lies, let me tell you, <laughs> first of all. Um, secondly, yeah, I've seen, how many times? I've seen it like three or four times. Not really sure which, the first one I mean. I liked it. I remember when I saw it in theaters, I was like a freshman or something like that. And at that point, my parents hadn't really allowed me to see a lot of movies. They were still really strict about what I saw. Shout out strict parents. Yeah. Um, and so I hadn't seen that many movies and I thought it was like amazing. Yeah. And I've rewatched it like, yeah, probably two or three times since just because like my, I watched it with my brother just a couple months ago and stuff like that. And it is still really good, actually. Like there's not a ton of substance, I don't think, you know, like I wouldn't say it's a great film, but it's a really good film. Like if you just want like, you know, a simple story about a family and you want a thriller, then it's really good. I mean, solidly directed, very well acted. Uh, the tension is actually pretty impressive like how you can keep tension for like an almost the entire runtime yeah it's a really good accessible blockbuster yeah i would say for sure for sure but it, it has like like it's actually quality and know? there's emotions and stuff yeah yeah i think the first time well i've only seen it once and i saw it in theaters with my mom my dad refuses to see this movie because he hates john krasinski with a passion but he's the best character on the office he's the best besides toby this is a hot take but i like toby do you like toby I do well like you toby. basically are toby so no, no I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding no no i'm no, I'm not. Babe, babe, it's okay. No, but yeah, so my dad refused to see this movie, so my mom and I went, and we really liked it, but my mom was munching on her popcorn so <laughs> loudly, and I was so embarrassed, but I did that during Quiet Place too. Did you hear me? It wasn't that loud. Oh, good. I was trying to like inhale it. Like I wasn't <laughs> chewing. I was like doing this weird thing so that you couldn't hear, but I think you still could hear. Anyway, I remember liking the first one a lot, and I wasn't obsessed or anything, but I thought it was really good. And yeah. I liked all the celebrity stuff around it because John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are obviously married right. and that's just so cute and mm-hmm. they did good. But one thing I remember from the first movie is I hated the daughter and that carried on to the second movie. Okay, that's I actually... Hate I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I don't hate many people, guys, uh, but I really hate the daughter in but this movie. I, I think... hate her. I hate her. <laughs> I hate her. She's she's a good actor. I don't understand why you okay, hate her. Okay, I don't so hate much. the actress. I just hate the character because she literally led to literally everyone's death. I think she invented the monsters. I think <laughs> she literally called the aliens or whatever these things are and was like, "Yo, come down here and kill my dad who's in the office." Okay, whatever. Let's I'm get glad to the you got that movie. out. Second movie thoughts. Yeah, I mean it was good, worth seeing. I'd say. Um, but I'm probably not ever going to watch it again. That's how I feel too. I think that, yeah, 
you see the second movie before you listen to the rest of this episode. Because, yeah. I mean, you can probably guess what happens in it. I certainly did before we went into it. But it holds up, and it's tense and stressful, and yeah. everyone's really stupid in it, of course, <laughs> if you will make mistakes. And I think the most disgusting part is when that poor son gets his foot, like, sliced off. Oh, in off. a bear trap. That is disgusting. Yeah, that was that cool. was horrendous. But also, I don't think he would be able to get up that fast after. Like, oh. Uh, or, I mean, recover that fast. Yeah. Like, he was not doing well for a few days. Yeah, or maybe true. it was weeks. I don't know. We have no sense of time in the quiet place. I think it was just a couple days. Okay, well, he was working it. He was getting himself stuck in that one thing and suffocating with a little baby. Yes. What's the baby's name? Like, Harold or something? I don't know. I think they need to get rid of the baby. Hot take. Uh, I mean, I think it... Is fine. I think they should Moses the baby. Moses the baby. Oh, like the characters should. I yeah. thought you were talking about like the filmmakers. No, no. I think that they oh. should just like leave it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And maybe. hope an Egyptian. Princess well, actually, now I think they don't need to worry about that because they kind of found the solution. Remember, they broadcasted that frequency from, and they found that shelter island. So. Okay. True. But speaking on that, real quick, what did you think when they found that island? I thought it was fine. I didn't have any issues with it. I know, but were you thinking, oh no, there's going to be a monster that comes onto it? Oh, I mean, yeah. I felt that coming and I was so mad. I was like, what's his name? Cillian or Gillian Murphy? Killian. Killian Murphy, right? Yeah. He's in this movie and yes. he's in a lot of Christopher Nolan films. Yeah. My sister has a weird obsession with him. And I'm pretty sure he's older than my dad. Mm. <laughs> I get him and Benedict Cumberbatch confused. Uh, I can see why, but they're not same those. British type. Kind of, but they look they're they're Cillian's different. Cillian? Cillian. I think Killian. it's Cillian. My sister says Cillian, and she would know. Yeah, she would know. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, the reason why she likes him so much is because of that one Batman movie he's in, like Batman Begins or something like that. Oh, okay, another Christopher Nolan. Movie. And then also an Inception. Okay. He's pretty good in Inception. I don't remember. He, he doesn't play a huge role. He gets kidnapped. Okay, whatever. Well, yeah. he's in this movie, and he's a new character. And it's basically, yeah, him, Emily Blunt. Who are the other actors? What are their names? Uh, Noah Jupe is the older son. Yes. Who's He's good. Yeah, he's really good. He's in a few other movies. I've really? Seen. Mm -hmm. the, his character is pretty annoying. He's, I'd say, the most consistently stupid I didn't. I never really had many issues with him, but I remember just like when walking out of the theater, like my friends hated him because they <laughs> thought he was stupid. And then Millicent Simmons is the daughter who I hate. Yeah, but she's a really good actor, and she was actually in Wonderstruck, which uh, was a film adaptation of a Brian Selznick novel. Brian Selznick wrote Hugo, which Scorsese. Directed, directed yeah. that. Did we do a podcast over that? We didn't. Oh. He directed it. His 3D movie. Yeah, his kids movie. Mm -hmm. That was like really foundational to my childhood film watching. Yeah. It, yeah. It was the first Scorsese movie I saw in theaters, obviously. Yeah. I was like 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to Quiet Place Part 2. John Krasinski. Good director? No? Yes? Yeah. I, I think he is. He's good. I, the, I, the direction was really strong. I mean, I don't know. It's like after seeing Birdman, which we watched like two days before, uh, I can't yeah. really watch anything anymore and be like, that was good, well directed. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not Alejandro G. and Aritu, and so like, what and am I supposed to do? Chivo, yeah, but like... I know, that. I'm just saying, that's why it was hard oh, okay. for me to be like super invested in yeah. the direction, or even notice it. I think I would have noticed if it was bad, so yeah. good job, John Krasinski. No, I, I like, visuals are really important. Mm -hmm. To me, and you know, direction kind of goes along with that, and I was, I was impressed. Yeah, I'm glad. So, so then, yeah, solid. Yeah, cinematography was solid too. I don't know who did it, but it was, it was good. 
And the score was good too. I don't think they needed to use it as much as they did, but that's mm. a lot of blockbusters. They do that a lot. Yeah. And the score was, it was pretty. Pretty. It sounded like Minecraft kind of. I don't think it was detrimental. Did you think it was detrimental? I I, well, at points. I mean, I think yeah. if uh, they really wanted to go for it, it would just be silent the whole time. Yeah. And that'd be so awkward and people would probably fall asleep or be really yeah. bored. So they needed the music because... You know, a lot of people, oh, I don't want to generalize, but there are a lot of people who go to see this movie who really are into horror movies and just yeah. like blockbusters and they don't want to sit through that. And they want to also, they want the filmmaker to make sure they know how they're supposed to feel. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, oh, for sure. Right? Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, they're like, oh, I need to be feeling scared, scared right yeah. now. Or I need a jump scare. There were, yeah, there were some jump scares, actually. I was going to say there weren't too many. I, I jumped like Yeah, you did. Times. Are you kidding me? You like grabbed my arm and like. Stop. <laughs> like, no, I didn't. That was someone else. Oh. Wait, you know about that? Shut up. See, why do we have to voice these insecurities on the pod? Team Livia, always. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Something that I think this one was missing for, that the first one had was John Krasinski. Yes. He was really good in the first one, I thought. I mean, Killian Murphy was good, but the relationship wasn't there. Like, one of the better things about the movie was the the... Uh, John Krasinski's relationship with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we just didn't really have that. He also looks like pretty much exactly like my uncle. <laughs> and they make the same facial expressions and stuff like that. So maybe that's why I miss him so much. And that's why I had like such an identification <laughs> with his character. Because that particular uncle, you know, they're, they're really close with my family. And he actually lives next door to me. So I see him like all the time. Oh, that uncle? Yeah. I don't think so. He, he looks a lot like him. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, I think you're very right about that, but maybe, yeah, the movie was missing it, but the family was also missing it in Quiet Place too, and they were a mess. True, like, yes. Like, without John Krasinski, so I don't think it's that deep at all, but, yeah. but he, just, he dies in the first movie, spoiler yeah. alert. Uh, but If you haven't seen it by now. Okay. Yeah, ooh. But the second one, yeah, the family, I mean, Emily Blunt, she does well without yeah. him. Like, she kills some of those monsters with yeah. the gun and stuff, but yeah, they're struggling, and you know, my, I think the movie, the romance elements were there for me in this movie. <laughs> I think that the daughter and Killian, Gillian, what's his name? Killian Murphy in the movie. I think that they should get together. And I really oh, felt no. that. And I was glad to see some romance because, you know, in the first movie, <laughs> Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, they were so stressed about their kids. And Emily Blunt was pregnant for some reason. Like, I don't know why she needed to do that. And then she stepped on that nail. Anyway, they didn't have that much time for <laughs> that's, love. That's not true. There were some so, really touching but scenes. But there was a lot of touching and loving. No, there was between, not. There was chemistry. Okay, the Killian Murphy's character. Killian Murphy's character was John Krasinski's friend. So he's a full generation older than Melissa Simmons' character. Okay, and? There was definitely he, not he any romance. He, he like let her grab his hand while getting into the boat and maybe out of the boat also. And then at one point, he's like sort of on top of her, like helping her with a boat thing. And I was like, sparks are flying. Should I be here for this? It was supposed to represent that he was becoming a father figure for them. Or a man in her life. You know, I don't know if she's ever dated someone. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, I think it would be kind of inappropriate personally. And I don't think I would want to be with someone that old. But if she wants to be, all power to her. If Emily Blunt allows it. Yeah, if Emily Blunt allows it. Going, sorry to like get us off of this brilliant line of conversation, but something again that was missing from the second movie that the first movie had. Emily Blunt had like an incredible performance in the first movie. 
bathtub scene. Yeah, bathtub <gasps> scene. She she steps on a nail going downstairs. If you don't recall, even though it's a pretty memorable scene, she steps on a nail with like a bare foot while she's pregnant, and there's like a monster somewhere. So she like ha- like just does such a great job of displaying this extreme pain without. And like having to suppress it. And then she gives birth in a bathtub with a monster like super nearby. That's a great shot too. So good. And so I think, yeah, Emily Blunt didn't have as much of an opportunity to have such a tour de force performance as she did in the first one. Good observation. I agree with that. Yeah, some people were saying she should be nominated for an Oscar in the first one. I agree. Yeah, she could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's really good and she's good in a lot of stuff. Edge of Tomorrow. Mm, that's such a good movie. <laughs> Tom Cruise is in it. Emily Blunt's in it. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. good. I saw that twice in theaters. Once with my mom, once with my dad. They weren't separated or anything. It was just like, it was like, but when both my parents were working, so I was like, mom, you gotta see this. So then we went back and saw it. Nice. <laughs> that's a good movie. But yeah, Emily Blunt's a queen. She's a good mom, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Yeah, I think I would really definitely give up by hmm. then. Wouldn't you? I no, I don't think you would. Yeah, maybe not. I would just be emo all the time. Yeah, maybe. Well, I don't know. Yeah. It, well, I'm talkative. True. And, and it, I can't whisper. You can't whisper. That's true. You probably would have died in like the first 15 minutes of, of the like, month. Tyler, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead. Yeah. That's, that's actually a very good point. And it'd be hard for me, you know, big music guy. Mr. Music Man, what is your Instagram account? And oh, what? man. Come we on. have to do this every time. Come on, baby. Underscore Ekblad underscore. Yes. And his album Delft turned 13 recently. No. So we're two. celebrating that 13th anniversary of two. his album. It's and two we're years hoping old. maybe something will come out. But I think he's kind of pulling a Fiona right uh, now. No. Fiona Apple, by the way. Where she just takes an incredibly long time between. But maybe <laughs> you can use, you know, dog bones to make your next to album. Make my next album. Well, my dog's still alive and kicking. Thank you very True. much. I don't know how much longer yours is going to be around. Yeah, I said it. Whoa. I said it. Whoa. Yeah. And oh I meant gosh. it too. When Tyler and I first started dating, he thought that Sparky was about to kick the bucket. <laughs> and yet Sparky literally has so much energy and is such a happy little guy. Yeah, but he's like morbidly obese. That is not true. His name is Spartacus Rex, by the way. Also known as Spartacus Futterman or Fulton Shepherds at times. But <laughs> Spartacus is fine. Fine. Oh my gosh, you can use Sparky's bones when he kicks the bucket. But that's going to be like seven years. Okay, okay. okay. So I guess we're going to have to (laughs) wait for an album until then. Anyway, I think that about wraps it up. Let's get to our ratings. How many shh would you give it? What's the scale? Get it? Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, but how many? Be quiet. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like the thing you say when... When you put your finger over your mouth and your finger and you go shh. Yeah, like what I tell you all the time because you don't stop talking. See, I don't appreciate that on air, you know? (laughs) I can be treated like that privately, but publicly? Come on, man. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Okay, it's five... Oh, five... Okay. Wait, wait, wait. First, let's give the the movie number one, Quiet Place Well, I think you have to do it by genre you know like i think i'm a big believer in rating albums and movies like by genre yes okay fine and for what they are so for like a a commercial thriller Mm, let's give it that the first one i'd say is five yeah i would give it four yeah and i i give it five because i've seen it four times and i saw it 
like a couple months ago with my brother. He hadn't seen it for the first time, but I was still, it was still super tense, even though I'd already seen it a and bunch of times. Yeah, that's quality. So I would, and it was really fresh feeling, I remember when it came out. I mean, like I said, I hadn't seen that many movies, but so yeah, I'd give it five, the first one five, and what about you? Yeah, I said four. All right. But the second movie, I'm going to give uh, uh, 3.5. Sh- <laughs> yeah, I, I'd probably give it 3.8 or 9. Sh- uh, one thing we didn't talk about this, this is the last thing, because it actually has to deal with the end of the movie. They sequel baited. Oh, that's a frustrating. That's frustrating. Like the first one would have been perfect how it was the but ending was so really awesome money. yeah yeah and and they did a really great job like when i heard that they were making a second one i was like that's gonna be terrible like yeah. the first one like i don't know how you can but it, it wasn't terrible it's was still good but yeah it was annoying they definitely sequel baited it felt like the story was cut off way too short it was like an hour and 30 minutes or an hour and 40 minutes and it definitely felt too short quiet place three's coming your way it, it really is so that was annoying so yeah i'd give it like a 3.7 yeah okay but yeah, overall, we really actually did enjoy the movie. It's just, it's not something we're going to come back to no. once a year or no. once a month like you like to go back to movies. <laughs> I don't actually always say I think say I'm going to see it in a month or two. <laughs> I always say like I would see it. Okay, I see, baby. I'm sorry. And I, well, actually, no. My siblings actually were old enough to see this one in the theaters, so I don't know if I'll be watching it quite as many times. True, but... You never know. I never know. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening to our conversation on A Quiet Place 2. Or what is it? Part 2? Part 2, yeah. Why can't I get it right? A Quiet Place Part 2. Follow us on Instagram at Pod and follow our dearest co-host, not co-host, guest host, Mr. Tyler <laughs> at underscore Ekblad underscore. We've already said it once, but we're going to say it again because he deserves the hype, guys. Oh, thanks. He really does. Listen to his music, Stream the 13-Year-Old Delft. That's and true. we will see you all next time. I hope that you learn how to shh so the monsters don't get you. Ah.